All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of this Project You guys know we're doing a very special segment here for Mother's Day specifically, and we have a wonderful, I mean, a beautiful soul on that has agreed to speak to us today about her parenting style, Miss Wendy. Thank you for saying yes. I have even been a brand in Thank you for having me. So right off the bat, Miss Wendy, just very quick and simple. One, are you married? And two, how many kids? For ratings and reviews. I am married. I have four biological children and I raised five children. single episode. So now I took custody of my nephew and raised him as well. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, hey, that brings up a whole other level of questions. Right? But none of my children are with my husband. Hearts for me. Gotcha. Okay. This particular girl. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Uh, I, I, I just got I've married known a few years ago. A while. My children gotcha. are all She's adults been a now. Been friend of mine for quite so, a while. So, and what are their ages, if you don't mind me asking? I found uh, things about twenty-seven, twenty-eight, thirty-one, and thirty-two. Oh my gosh! Okay. okay, you do not look like you have a 32 year old. Like, oh, and that's legit. Like, my son follows you. Oh, really? I introduced, I, I hipped him on to you because I, I said, you need Jimmy in your life. And my son follows you. I don't know. A while ago, I was kind of. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So now I got to be really nice. I got to be really nice. So, okay. I was so bombarded with questions mother, what, that I kept to What myself. did you wish you would have known before you started why certain parents were allowing their children to be subjected oh my goodness. to certain types um, of behaviors? And so I created this series. Honestly, to be very transparent, because that, that's June, just me. I'm a very Day. honest person. Um, particularly for I, Mother's I wish Day, I would have known to know the, why the Bible better. Behind okay. Their why. Because okay. why do you make I had my children um, very, very young, you you can mm -hmm. share and, I, and I had, I, they came about oh, basically because I misunderstood the Bible. Wendy. Wow. Oh, wow. Do you mind explaining that a little bit? What do you mean by that? I mean, if not, um, it's okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't okay, mind at okay. all. Okay. Um, I was molested. Okay. And, okay. and I was a virgin. And because of my understanding of the Bible, I then believed that no good man would ever have me and that I was ruined. Oh, wow. And I, I never would have had sex because of my belief. Um, and I never would have had sex, but because of that happening to me, I thought that I was ruined and no good man would ever have me. And, you know, why save it now? And, 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 and as soon as I started having sex, I got pregnant. I got pregnant at 14. Wow. I had oh my, my son when I was 15. I had all four of my children before I even turned 21. Wow. Wow. Well, I will say, thank God, your mind, you are able to, A, have a conversation about it and yeah. obviously still smile. Obviously, you have a new frame of mind. Obviously, your light is shining like crazy. Yes. And so, <laughs> I like, thank God for that. Thank God. Oh, thank God for that. So, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I was, not, I was not prepared for that, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so... How have you been able to incorporate that, your religious beliefs, with your kids? Like, how did that work growing up and, and raising them? It actually didn't. Okay. I've never been religious. Um, I've always been spiritual. Um, so I've always believed, you know, 
do good, be good, be honest, have integrity, yeah. you know, have yeah. morals, ethics, like, you know, things like that. Um, I was terrified um, as a young mother, mm. but not terrified as being a mother, but terrified that I was so young that I, I'm like, I only get one shot at the adults that these people mm. will become. I get one shot and I've got to get this right. So I, I went to the library because, you know, we didn't have internet back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am, did not. So did not. I went to the library and I got <laughs> books and I took classes and I just, I tried to learn everything that I could about parenting because I said, I've, I've got one shot and yeah. what I do and don't do will determine the, the, the people that they will become and, and our future. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, obviously you, you've raised them at this point, but how has that turned out? Has that been, has it turned out to your plans specifically? Absolutely. I have wonderful, wonderful children. We have a great um, relationship. I wasn't your typical traditional mom. Um, the era that I grew up in, it was kind of a do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. kids are, you know, meant to be seen, not heard, and, yeah. you know, things like that. And um, so a lot of the things that I learned when, when I was growing up, I, I used it to know for sure what I didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I didn't know what I wanted to be, but I definitely knew what I didn't want to be. That was literally one of my questions. <laughs> yes. <it's, laughs> so as I'm raising my children, all I could, you know, I, I always thought about the fact when I was a child, how would this have made me feel coming from my parents? How, what impact would it or did it have on me? So I didn't raise my children off of physical discipline. I, so no I, spankings at all? I, I mean, when they were in the like twos in the learning stage, I smacked their hand or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or their bottom, but, but that's it. I no physical discipline. I, I didn't want to inadvertently teach them that when all else fails, result to violence. Yeah. 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 Because we, you know, we have to remember my intentions are this, but is this child's mind receiving it as that? Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) So you you brought up a a completely different point um, in regards to how you were raised. And and obviously your parenting style now has completely changed or you saw what you did not want. Let me say that. You saw what you did not want. So you knew what you or how you wanted to train your kids. Mm -hmm. What gave you, because a, a lot of times we even, like not on purpose, a lot of times we bring on a lot of the baggage that our parents just, just laid at our footsteps, okay? It was just happened. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so so I, I would love to know your mindset of being able to still overcome whatever was already ingrained. You know, does that make sense at all? You know what I mean? Like, I would love to know your mindset behind that, like of being able to still push past, obviously, what was still in your environment? Um, I, I think it was because I, I 
took my own individuality very seriously. Um, I, I think I've, I've, I think I've always been a natural leader. Mm -hmm. um, so the information that I received when I was growing up, I felt like it wasn't set in stone. I was supposed to just use it as a guide. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if, any, if you just caught that. Okay. That took me 25 <laughs> years to learn what you just said. But the information that we received was not written in stone, baby. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh, because <laughs> I, I read a, um, oh my gosh, it's gonna make me cry. I read a quote, um, and I, don't, I cannot remember who posted that, but it was specifically talking about um, um, same sex uh, or um, homosexuals specifically. Um, but it, I think it can apply to any child because it's what we do. But it stated that we spent our entire lives in someone else's shadow attempting to um, build our social forms or our mindset based off of our environment as a, a way to survive. Mm -hmm. And we spend the rest of our lives trying to figure out which part of that voice is ours and which part of that voice was built to survive is what it says. Yes, yes. And so it just, just listening to this, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so, oh Lord Jesus. Yeah, so I'm, I've always been really big on that with my children, letting them know, you know, that they're their own individuals. Um, when, when they were in their teenage years, um, earlier teenage years and middle teenage years, um, you know, because I was very, very, very involved in my children's life. That nothing went on that I, I missed. I didn't miss anything. I was, I was right there because I needed them to know. I, I, I didn't feel like I could tell them how important school was or being active was and then not, it not be important enough for me to show up. To be there. <laughs> <laughs> so so and to, to reiterate, you know, I, I was always one lead by example. So I showed them more of what I wanted them to understand and believe and see, you know, versus just always talking to them. But I, I remember talking to them, sitting them all down and talking to them at one time. And I told them, I said, as a teenager, if there's something that you want to do, you will find a way to do it. The only way for me to stop you is to lock you up. And that's not, that, that, that's, that's not, you know, something that, that can be done. I said, so just so we understand a portion of my job as your mother, it's not my job to stop you. It's my job to make sure that you understand your actions and the potential consequences, consequences so that you can make an informed decision and you will never be able to say, I didn't know. So has any of that ever come back to bite you? To bite me? No. Yes. Wow. It is throughout all their ad adulthood, and I told you their ages to this yes. point, it continuously comes back to praise me. That, okay, first off, that is a, that's a blessing. That is a blessing. <laughs> that is a major blessing, you know? Like, and not to say I'm trying to find something negative, because that's not what it is. But, right. you know, typically, <laughs> typically, you know, you, you have this one way of being. And um, I know even in my own life, even with this, the positivity thing, like, it has, it has, 
it has definitely come back to bite me, you know, because my husband will throw it in my face in a moment. You know, yeah. like, positivity, positivity. You know, it's just like, it's just like this dude, get out of my face. I'm, I'm, I'm right. <laughs> right. So, but that, oh, wow. That is an amazing blessing. So, okay. I have to ask this because we're right now, we're living in a world or we're living in times that are unknown for everybody. And so with the, this whole pandemic of the COVID-19 thing, how are you and your family dealing with that? Like, are you guys having conversations? Are y'all having side meetings? Oh, yeah. Are they still coming over? How are y'all uh, well, we in different cities? Okay. Okay. So, and, and, uh, you know, they have their lives, their careers, which none of their careers have been impacted by this. So I'm Good. grateful um, for that. Um, I have 11 grandchildren. So <laughs> yes, yeah, so so you know they, they have children and are you know busy with their lives and they still you know call. Just my, my children view me as their best friend, so they call me all the time for everything in life. So if anything, quote fingers, <laughs> kind of might you might be able to view as backfire is my children trust me with everything and there's nothing they're afraid to talk to me about. And sometimes I tell, like my youngest daughter, I say, honey, don't, aren't you supposed to talk with your friends about stuff like that? <laughs> and she'll say, well, when we were growing up, you always said you're our friend. <laughs> oh, just, I mean, but, I mean, that's not a backfire, though. That, right. that, that, that's, that's some good parenting. <laughs> that's some good parenting. So that's yes. a little different. That's a little different. Yeah. So, but I, I knew really, that I had to be, I knew that the world would, it would want to influence them, be it directly or indirectly. So I had to be, I had to do everything I can to be the biggest influence in their lives so that when the world got a hold of them, it wouldn't have an impact. Yeah. Uh, okay. So speaking of that and, and being that influence and, and what the world can do to children, how do you all tackle death within the conversation of, of, uh, of childhood? Because I'm assuming that you all have that conversation at some point. How did, how did that go? Well, I, I view death differently um, okay. than most people. And I, I guess I just kind of instilled that inadvertently um, in my children, because to me, the Bible foretells all of this thing. So it doesn't come as a surprise to me. So when, when someone dies, if they die before their time, like children or something, I'm saddened by it. But to me, they're in the best place they could possibly be rather than this horrible, evil world. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're in the best place they could possibly be. Um, so I don't view death the way that other people do and 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 i'm assuming i'm assuming that you've already explained that to your kids but mm -hmm. how how did they receive that and then was there a particular age point that you had to have that conversation um well we kind of still have the same kind of kind of conversations to this day like kind of as a reminder or you know they'll bring things up or things will affect them in a way that they never have before like it's easy, it's easier, I'll say, not easy, but easier to kind of have that viewpoint if no one close to you has ever died. Yeah. But if someone close to you dies, it may touch differently. Yeah. Um, so 
that's how it was with my children. Um, gotcha. And when someone close to them died, um, because I would have grand, 12 grandchildren and my daughter had a stillborn, um, oh, wow. you know, child die. So that was the most that death ever reached my emotions. Um, not to say that I'm not saddened or sympathetic or empathetic, um, but I don't this break down or feel the same way that other people do. But when, when this impacted my daughter this way and my grandchild died, um, it, it touched differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I still have to maintain the faith regardless of whatever happens in this world and the impact that it has on me or my children or how it makes me feel. It doesn't change who God is. You know, I, maybe that's why I love you so much. <laughs> like, we, we, sh we share that. We, sh I mean, we've had some, I mean, key people in my family to pass away. And I'm with you. Like, my grandmother is probably the only one, like, oh, I took that one. The first couple of weeks, I took that one extremely hard. Uh -huh. But I was much younger. Um, but yeah. as time kind of grew on, I was like, wait a second. I got a chance to say goodbye. I cherished every single moment with her. And I was yeah. like, okay, wait a second. This is, okay. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm uh -huh. supposed to be here. I'm supposed to cherish this moment with you specifically. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever the case may be. And so when that time does come for us to depart forever, or at least here on earth, then, right. hey, I have no reason to do anything else other than to cherish the moments we had. Yes. And so I was like, I, like, oh my goodness, I love <laughs> So, because my, my mom was a little different. Um, she was also one of those people, she was outside of the box with her thinking. And like to this day, like we still have conversations about her and death and, and what she expects. And like, we've been that way since, I don't know any other way. Like we yeah. have to have these conversations. And so it, yeah. it definitely, it makes, it makes death a little bit different. And, but I know right now with the COVID-19, like it's, it's touching everybody a little differently. And so it kids are, are having to face things that they may not have even thought about. And so that's yeah. why I'm very interested to see how you were dealing with it. But I understand your pain. Like, I understand yes. your pain. <laughs> yes. I get My that. children don't always know how to handle their children in regards to it. So they always call me or have my grandchildren call me. Advice. They say, Mom, yeah. you're, you're great at handling stuff like this. Could you please talk to her or him? And, I like that. Like, I love that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so, so speaking of, I do have um, one final question. And what has been, especially, especially with raising nine, what has been your proudest moment as a mother? That, I mean, I doesn't necessarily have to be on one of your kids, because that, that would be selfish. But, <laughs> but as a mother, like, what has just, what has just brought you so much joy that that's just almost uncontrollable? What has been your proudest moment thus far? Wow. I know it's a loaded question. I know. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That is very difficult. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, it would have to be not directed toward any specific child, but just that, I stepped up to the plate and I did pretty good considering the variables involved when I got started. 
um, because I, like I said, I have great children. They've never been in any kind of trouble. They have great careers. Um, they're awesome, loving people. Um, they have, you know, beautiful children, but I had other options. Um, and, and this is what I say about my, my own mother. Um, my, my brother, you know, acts a certain way with, with our mother. And I said, you, you're ungrateful. Never mind what she did or didn't do. She, she did the best that she could with the knowledge that she had at hand. And she had other options, whether you realize it or not, because I could have been, I could have turned to tricking. I could <laughs> I could have <laughs> my kid. I could have been a crackhead. I could, you know what I mean? Yeah, to to yeah. cope when you have, you know, so much put on you at such a young age. There are so many other cop outs that you can use to cope yeah. and to stay strong and tough it out and be determined to do the best that you possibly can because these are people. You created other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I, I'm I'm that's it. That that's what I have to say is it. I, I think I I love that. <laughs> I love that. Because you you're you're so right. Despite all, at the end of the day, I mean you're obviously still smiling. Yes. You obviously still like you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I get that. Despite all. Despite now I do let me ask this then. Do you have any advice that you would give to someone that would be looking to follow partially into your footsteps is there anything that you would any advice that you would give out to a mother that is attempting to follow in your footsteps yes um as i said the parents me as a parent my parents as parents any parents i hear at all any information that we provide or that has been provided to us it all has to be a guide I mean, it just, it has to be a guide. It's not set in stone. So put away the traditional yeah. idea of a child doesn't deserve respect because they're a child and you just do as I say, and you know, things like that. Um, and, and I'm going to use an example as to what I mean. Um, my son's father, I told my son, could you back up the trash for me? He was young. I said, could you brag up the trash for me? He says in response, mom, is it okay if I wait until a commercial? Because his favorite cartoon was on. <laughs> I said, sure. His father has a fit. You don't talk back to your mother. She tell you to do something. You just do it. I said, well, well wait, hold on now. He wasn't talking back. He wasn't disrespectful. And he had options. He could have completely acted like he didn't hear me. He could have got up and stomped and fussed and whined and complained. He had other options, but he was respectful and acknowledgement at the same time and said, is it okay if I wait till a commercial? And because I appreciate that and I want him to know and see that I do, you absolutely can. Yeah. Because children need to know that they're heard when you are willing to talk to children and explain things to them, and it's not about owing them an explanation, it's about simplicity. When you are willing to explain your reasoning or your, your response, can I go to this party? No. If you just leave it at that, rebelliousness is natural and it comes out. But if you say reason why is because 
then they'll be less prone to be angry and think that you're just trying to be mean or whatever, and they'll be more cooperative. They may not like it, they may not agree, but they'll be more cooperative if you treat them like a person. <clears throat> Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, that is a great place to end this. Um, I, that, that is some very good advice. And I really hope that anyone that is listening um, heats it. Like, I, I, that's just, okay. okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wendy, thank you so very much again for agreeing to come on and, and sharing just a little bit of your story with us and your journey. I just, I found out more about you than out of all this time. I just, oh. <laughs> and so, and I know that's so selfish. It is so selfish. But again, thank you. So oh, much. you're so welcome, and thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, bye bye. <laughs>